Bush and Richie here with another Hometime podcast. Uh, what do you think is the most interesting thing we could do right now with this tea tray? Put producer Nick on it, slide him down the hall. <laughs> do you not think, right, that trays have gone out of fashion? Do you mean trays for carrying stuff around? Yes. Oh, right, so not trays to eat your, your tea off whilst you're watching telly? Well, I, I guess they are one and the same thing, because you've had to have brought that tea through from the kitchen to the telly room as a tray. I know what you mean, I know what you mean, but, like, there's, there's been a proliferation, I think, of, of cushion-backed, uh, you know, royal family-style having your, your tea on your lap. Yeah. But you don't see... You brought the teas in today on a tray, and you don't see that anymore. Well, here's the thing, and that's why I asked this question. We've had two rounds of tea during the show today. You made the first. Uh-huh. And you brought those three cups of tea through with your asbestos hands, uh-huh. not, not taking any sort of, like, heat <laughs> from the cups whatsoever. I have very tender hands. I'm thinking... I can't do what he does there. I'm going to have to find a tray. So I carried them through all Acorn Antique style, uh-huh. one for the kids. There you go. You obviously don't think about trays. Well, it's, they're just not a thing for me. Do you know what it is? Because I, I spend a lot of time being a silver service waiter. Yeah. I try and carry as many things in my hands, almost precariously as I possibly can, rather than have a tray. Yeah, but yeah, with them paper cups, you couldn't have got any more precarious. Well, we're always on the lookout for hometime show merchandise. Maybe down the line there's a hometime show oh, tray. Oh, my word, a Bush and Richie tray. Imagine our little faces on the front, a bit like uh, the Shroud of Turin. If you work in a tray factory and you've got an in, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, mark the subject of your email, tray. Sorry, I'm a little bit, um, a little bit giddy. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, slightly unsettled. Allow me to explain why I'm unsettled. Uh, Richie did something in a cafe this morning that has absolutely horrified me. And let me explain. We go to a ca- even though you listen to this show, they're not planning this. We do actually plan stuff in the daytime beforehand, don't in we? In depth. In depth. We do actually sit in a cafe and come up with some ideas. Although it doesn't sound like it, does it? But maybe that's our skill. Anyway, art. we we want our art. We went to our regular little cafe. They know us by name in there, don't they? We're, they do, we're friends yeah. with the owners and all that kind of thing. Uh, and we're sitting downstairs, and Richie did a little shifty look left and right, reaches into his rucksack and pulls out a can of pop that he's brought in with him from outside. Starts pouring it into the water glass that he just necked the water and started drinking it. I've never seen anything like it. They always give you... So we go in, we have our regular order, I get my latte. Uh-huh. You get a complimentary glass of water, and yeah. I'd often clock to myself, we go through that latte quickly. We do. But we're not always done with our business. But you've got the water there. Yeah. So I thought to myself, if I bring in some of my pop from home, yeah. I can neck the water, I can use their glass and stay in their long. But they sell pop actually there in the cafe. You can't be bringing your own pop in. Not the pop that I wanted to bring in. Unbelievable. Honestly, the reason this tri- is triggering for me is that my mum and dad are both Scousers, Jerry and Nigel. They refuse to pay the prices of cakes in cafes. Their phrases were not Rockefeller. <laughs> Old Scouse phrase there. Uh, and they sneak in biscuits. And my other half, Katie, is at- whenever it happens, just to get up and leave the cafe because this thing's outrageous. Defend myself, defend your parents. What I have done is I have paid for the coffee in the cafe. <laughs> Okay. okay, so I'm just... A, it's a supplementary thing. <laughs> well, next time you go in for Weatherspoons or wherever you have an estate, BYO, bring your own booze in or something like that. won't mind. You, you paid for the steak. But we, we thought this would be the perfect thing in terms of chatting about stuff you've smuggled in. And it doesn't have to be food. You can smuggle in anything. This says here, surely you mean that was your ex-regular cafe. Uh, your names are blacklisted now. You ain't getting back in. Well, that's a good point, right, because there's a lovely uh, girl who always serves us. Yeah. Here. I wonder whether she went back to those two cups and saw that... 
there was what appeared to be San Pellegrino flopping around the bottom of your glass. <laughs> You've named it now. There, it's too late. It's out there. But tell us your, your smuggling story. Some unbelievable stuff coming. This What you've done might just be the tip of the iceberg. Adam and Gemma uh, smuggled a Subway sandwich into the cinema at Guildford. Apparently, she had a big handbag. <laughs> Thanks for texting that in. Nick has tweeted here, this is actually a great hack to remember for a few months' time. A group of us went to a Christmas function at a hotel. We all gave each other bottles of wines as presents. Wow, that's a brilliant idea. Isn't that a great idea? It's like a Trojan horse thing. You've smuggled <laughs> it in as a present. Rebecca and Nigel say, we took McDonald's cheeseburgers in our pockets, oh. in the wrappers, to the cinema. That must be that warming feeling of your pocket. Because you could have the you could have the McDonald's burger yeah. and just put your hands back in your pockets as yeah. like a hand warmer. Yeah. That'd be so satisfying. <laughs> uh, what about this? Uh, brilliant smuggling story here. Ju- guys, my sister is a nurse, and when her and her mates go to the races each year, they always smuggle vodka in a tath- catheter bag strapped under their tights wow. in their dresses. He says it's genius. Wow. Might start trying that myself. <laughs> uh, Elaine, uh, what have you been known to smuggle in? When my mum was uh, very ill in hospital, um, my brother used to smuggle two bottles of Guinness through the window. <laughs> through the window? Uh, yeah, through the window um, to them, because obviously, you know, Guinness is good for you. It's medicine. So that's what he used to do. Well, so if you got rumbled with Guinness, you could say it is for medicinal reasons and try and argue your point that way. Yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Elaine, yeah. Did, I, did I catch things properly there? Did you say two bottles were sm- smuggled in? Is that two a time for your, for your mum? No, no, it was for the... Um, her friend in the next bed. Oh, <laughs> Got a speakeasy going on there <laughs> in the West Wing. Amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Yvonne says, I smuggled a bag of M&Ms into Wembley Stadium by stuffing it down my bra. Do you know what? Sometimes I feel like we miss out by not having bras, fellas. <laughs> Do you, you'd have your wallet down there, yeah. I'd have cash down there, all, all sorts. And as an aside, I never realised it was that difficult to get a pack of sweets into a football ground. If, if, if Women listen to this right now. If you, if you keep anything else in your bra, like maybe they keep like a hip flask or... you keep your wallet there, wouldn't you? It's an eye-opener. Your card's for getting on the tube. Do let us know about it. Stacey says, me and a colleague were setting up a show at Silverstone. Uh, we found uh, when we were early, we took a little wonder. She was putting brackets. I was constantly worried about getting caught. Uh, through all the corridors we went through the very busy kitchen and found a way out onto the podium where the F1 drivers go we took each other's pictures then we headed back to where we were meant to be Lynn says we went to a Queen concert at Nebworth in 86 wouldn't allow us to take any alcohol in so I removed a three litre bag of wine from the box stuck it up my shirt said I was pregnant love that loving your work the ingenuity a couple of little good ones here Jilly says I've smuggled alcohol into concerts in what looks like frozen ice blocks (laughs) so when they go through my food they think they're cooling blocks little do they know that I just melt them. <laughs> That's good. And I love this. this. is This is like legendary, school legendary stuff from Rain uh, in Lancashire. It says, We once smuggled a school friend into our class. She hid under our desk for double geography. Wow. My other half smuggled a friend from a different school into his class, said it was a new starter and was given butts, etc. But he never <laughs> turned up again. I love that. It's amazing. Uh, Amber, what did you smuggle in? I don't know. I don't know. It's like quite shameful. I'm that embarrassing dog lady. I've... Uh, taken my dog Rudy to the cinema about seven times. I've also snuck him into many a restaurant, which I shall name, and into a church for a carol service. Wow, so Rudy has been smuggled into a number of different locations. Yes, he has. Now, obviously, Rudy's got to be a very well-behaved dog for you to think that this is something that can happen. He is. He's the most chilled-out dog you'll ever meet. And how do you... What's the the facility to smuggle Rudy around then? What do you do? 
a giant handbag. <laughs> Brilliant. And so you're not allowed to bring... I, I don't know what the rules are. You're not allowed to bring a dog into a cinema, or is it there rules I th- on that? I, I think it's kind of like um, assistance dogs, and that's it, really. Oh, I see. So you've, you've got around that by put, just putting him in a massive handbag and bringing him in. Yeah, and then obviously when the film starts, he'd get out and sit on my lap and share the popcorn with me. That's so weird. That's pretty much how Richie and I go and watch a film. <laughs> <laughs> Time to find out the fallout of night one of the Home Alone Challenge. Richie is home alone for the next three nights. Uh, his wife and youngest child are away visiting friends. Uh, so all of us collectively have been coming up with some fantastic time-wasting challenges to keep it exciting for Richie in those times where he's on his own. Last night, uh, we set him the challenge of seeing whether he could do the legendary hack of poaching salmon in a dishwasher. Yes, speaking of serving things up, that was going to be my food. So, uh, first of all, I need to tell you, what I decided to do was I decided to do it as my lunch today. I like it, more time to think about it. (laughs) Well, my thinking was the dishwasher cycle was going to take 45 minutes. And being that I'm not getting in until, like, you know, half past eight kind of thing, I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 This this is a lunch job. Oh, so if it had gone wrong, you'd have had a nightmare for getting tea. Last exactly, night. yeah, I've got to eat. For the last hour of the show, we do just talk about what we're having for our tea, so that would have been brutal. <laughs> so, uh, you can see a video of this on the Absolute Radio socials, on our Facebook page, and uh, by following us on Twitter. But here, right now, on your radio, is what happened. If I stick one of these salmon fillets in the freezer bag, and then, if I try and seal it, I reckon that should be fine for the dishwasher. Right, I reckon if I put it on the top shelf, I'm going to put it on the 45 degrees one. Here it goes. On you go. The beep of destiny. Let's have a look. I think that looks all right. It smells salmony. That freezer bag has stayed completely sealed. <laughs> I'm quite pleased with that. But how does it taste? Oh, that's coming apart nicely. That's fantastic. Dishwasher salmon. It's the way forward. It's the future. Fair to say, you, you are able to do it. It is a yeah, thing. I, I'd say it's a success. I've, I've not thrown up. I've not had the trots. It's all good. So That's well. uh, we're, we're off air at seven. We'll see what happens. <laughs> My only concern is the smell. I can't tell you how much it stunk when I opened that door. Yeah. Uh, tweets like this from Matthew aren't helping. You can't have had a good enough seal on your bag if you can smell the salmon when you open the door. Get some double sealing bags. I think you can wash your pots while you cook your salmon. Uh, Mark Adamson, though, he's kind of inspired. He says, guys, I've just ordered a salmon poacher due next week. Can't wait to try it. We're influencers. We are influencers. Johnny says, but what was that other thing on the plate? Another right. problem with the scrambled egg. Stop getting in touch about the scrambled egg. I pry myself on my scrambled egg. Stephen Worcester texts, guys, I'm intrigued to know if you crumbled a lemon dishwasher tablet over the salmon Ooh. before you popped it in the dishwasher. I'm not an idiot, Steve. That would have been nice, so a little citrus taste going through it. <laughs> Obviously, it was just a dishwasher with absolutely no detergent in whatsoever, and also no crockery or like, like plates and knives in, because you wouldn't want to do that. Trust me, when I open that door up, the smell of salmon, overpowering. 
producer Nick said, why not do two for one? Get the washing done and cook your tea at the same time. No you reckon way. definitely don't no do way, that. No way, no uh, way. If you do one thing this evening, have a little look at the video. You can find it on Absolute Radio socials. It's worth a look at. Two issues I've got just looking at the video. Oh, okay. First of all, right, I would smack my head on your low-hanging kitchen lights every five minutes. <laughs> just at Andy Bush glasses level. I'd be swearing non-stop. Secondly, what's going on with that scrambled egg? Uh, do you know what? I've been quite offended. The early comments that people have been making on the Facebook and the Twitter is, is that super noodles? That I, I it does look like super noodles. I pride myself on my scrambled egg. I pride myself on it. Look, if you want me to go through the whole microwave and the scrambled egg thing and, and maybe bring you into the fold, then that's absolutely fine. Although, uh, Shah has just tweeted saying that looks banging. Thank you very much. Served it up. Dishwasher poached salmon with scrambled egg, not super noodles. You can have a look on our socials. Last thing, last, last thing about your meal here. Go Johnny on. says you're supposed to cook super noodles before plating them up. And did you even season that fish? Scrambled eggs. Have a little look on Twitter right now and judge for yourself at Absolute Radio. In the meantime, well done for the first of our trio of Home Alone challenges. Thank you. I actually quite enjoyed it. It was, it was a decent meal. You've met the challenge. Thank you. Aptly. Uh, you've got two more nights left on your own. Uh, and we've had some brilliant suggestions in from the hometown listeners as to what you can do to keep things exciting. Uh, now, have we managed to find out the name of the person who tweeted or texted this in? <laughs> no, of course we haven't, because we're useless. We're a bit of a shambles on here, but someone suggested that Richie make uh, paper dolls. This is quite weird. Richie make, this evening, paper dolls of the Absolute Radio breakfast team, the Dave Berry Show. So, Dave, Matt, Emma and Glenn. Yeah. And our producer, Nick, has been out and bought you an actual... Really cool paper doll set so you can make your own. There's undercurrent of voodoo about this, but you can make a little doll each of our four beloved breakfast presenters. I, I wonder whether this is more dangerous than um, poaching salmon in a dishwasher. With last night, worst thing that could happen, throwing up all the trots. Exactly. Okay. With this, if I, if I make four paper dolls <laughs> of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and any of them take offence to the end result... Suddenly we've got an incident. We have, we have got a war on our hands between the two shows. So uh, with great power comes great responsibility this evening. Thank you to the nameless person who's tweeted it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we will find your name. Um, and I'm looking forward to this, but I will be careful. <laughs> to celebrate the middle of the week, we create our midweek games night. Now, last week you were off, your second week. Yeah. Uh, the game I created didn't go. What do you mean, didn't go? Well, no-one got the correct answer, so it's rolled over. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is if you're happy to still go with it this week. Hey, we've got no better ideas. Uh, but Because the trade-off is, obviously, the Olympics is over, um, but it was an Olympic-related game. I miss the Olympics. I really do, in the mornings now, with a cup of coffee, miss, like, sticking on, like, some inexplicable sailing competition with all going in different directions. <laughs> I really, really miss it. So this is actually bang on. This is great. OK, right. What you're about to hear, you're about to play... Yeah. Three sounds of three Olympic sports being competed. Did you have a snappy name for this? No. I think I called it the Olympic sound. OK, that's, that's uh, a functioner. Functional. I was on my own, right? right? Fair, fair You've gone for two weeks. <laughs> so, so let's play the Olympic sound. Can you identify the three sports being competed? Here we go. Interesting. Okay, so one of them, I mean, no one got the three last week. One of them kept on being guests. So to make it easier and more interesting this week, I will tell you one of the sports, okay? On. One of them was table tennis. Everyone kept on saying table tennis. So one of these three is table tennis. You need to get the other two. One more listen to it. Got it! Oh, come on! 
Now, let's go to our first contestant, Ben. I think. Is it Ben? At the moment, I'm in Leatherhead. All right, well, thanks for getting involved with the Olympic sound competition. <laughs> He's taking the mick out of the name, Ben. Uh, we're just going to ignore him. <laughs> ben, what are the Olympic sounds? Well, I reckon you've got your table tennis that you mentioned earlier on. Mm-hmm. and badminton. Oh! Just repeat the second one, because it sounded like something that you might do on a phone and get in trouble with the other half. What do you call it? <laughs> Fencing. Fencing. OK, sounds like something else. You have mentioned, maybe not necessarily in the correct order, but it doesn't matter because we need this thing over and done with, <laughs> you've mentioned two out of the three sports. Oh, that's a strong start. Oh, mm. That's good, though. Well done. You're nearly there. But not enough to win you a prize, I'm afraid. Ah, uh, never mind. Sorry, Ben. Touches my luck. Now, we've given you a heads up that one of them is table tennis. Everyone's getting that, but what are the other two? One of them sounds painful, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, three, three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Who's this? Hi, it's Jackie. Um, just driving through Muswell Hill. All right, how's Hiya. Muswell Hill looking? All right. It is looking clear of traffic at the moment and sunny, so that's good. Jackie, are three uh, Olympic yeah. sports, what are they? I think... I'm not sure if this is an Olympic sport or not, by wrestling, cause, but wrestling, because it sounds like someone's being thrown about. Right. And then um, table tennis, as you said. Yeah. And then I think it's basketball, because when I watched the basketball, they all had squeaky shoes. <laughs> and that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I'm afraid, Jackie, we've gone backwards from Ben and we're back to just the one correct answer there. Oh, Jackie. God. Um, <laughs> thanks Sorry for, about that. Thanks for playing there. Have a good rest of your night. All right, see you guys. I can see the look on your face. I feel like I need to apologise here because I've kind of locked us with this and it's still going. We have, in terms of the hour of this show, the final hour, we have one final opportunity for people to get this right. Otherwise, it's going to roll over again and it was the Olympics ages ago. <laughs> 0330 There's a home time show tea towel that yeah, for grabs as well. there's the tea towel, there's the bag, there's the face mask and, of course, the signed photo. We've got two people standing by and they, they are what stand between us and this thing coming back to haunt us next week. Come on, right, who's this? Like the smell of uh, fish in your dishwasher. <laughs> right. Here we go, who's this? This is Bob. I'm on my way home to Milton Keynes. How you doing? We're good, Bob. Welcome to the Olympic Sound Competition. Bob, what are the sports? I'm sure that, as you say, it's table tennis and it's taekwondo and badminton. I'm convinced of it. Ooh, some good guesses there. He is convinced. He sounded convinced. It's one out of three, Bob. Oh, Bob, mate. Give over. (laughs) We we are a step closer to a rollover because of you, sunshine. Up your game next week. Trust us, we want it to be over, but it's not, Bob. All right, mate. Take care. Hello, home time. Who's this? Hi, I'm Jonathan. I'm from Fargood in South Wales. Jonathan, welcome. Jonathan, you are our final hope this week of uh, this not being a rollover. Otherwise, the Olympic sound competition, the OSC, is going to be back next week. So (laughs) please tell us what you think the three sports are. Uh, I think it's table tennis. Uh I wouldn't thought it was badminton. And I think it might be volleyball. Um, Jonathan, valiant attempt, one out of three. Unbelievable. I'm sorry, fella. I had such hope in you, Jonathan. (laughs) I'm really sorry to everybody. Um, It's back next week. Jonathan, will you come back on next week and have another go? Surely you can't let this beat you. I probably will, yeah. There's not many sports left. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Just to reiterate what we were saying earlier on, we're quite keen on doing home time show branded trays as merchandise. If you happen to work in what Richie described as a tray factory, <laughs> do get in touch on email. All right, where else are they making trays? 
I don't know, it's a good point. There must just be an entire factory dedicated to tray making. Thank you. Apologise when you wish. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk. Mark your email, tray. <laughs> <laughs>